This is the California Liberty Project Podcast. Welcome back to the California Liberty Project Podcast. Once again, my name is Greg, and I thank everyone for joining us this week. Make sure to like, to follow, to subscribe at all of the places, in particular Apple, Google, or Spotify for your audio podcasts. And then also check out the brand new YouTube and Rumble channels once again. We're trying to get uh, trying to get people to notice those channels, and we're trying to get those up and running and off the ground. And we're going to have some great YouTube lives and maybe even some Rumble lives coming soon. But for today, I am really excited about some great guests that, uh, again, I think you're going to be familiar with them. Uh, They've held some great events. They're all over social media, and I think their organization is growing, and I'm really interested in the work they are doing. So today, our guests are Tatum and Jennifer Shank from Hollywood for Freedom, and uh, I want to welcome you guys in. Thank you very much for joining us here on California Liberty Project. Hey, Greg. uh, Thanks for having us. No problem. Thanks for having us. Happy to be here. (laughs) Yeah, thanks very much. So take a second, please, or, or take a few minutes and tell us about your organization that um, I believe you founded and that you work with, Hollywood for Freedom. What do you guys do and, and what are the goals of the organization? And um, what are some other details yeah. on that? So, yeah, we are uh, two of the co-founders of Hollywood for Freedom. Um, we have an executive team of about 12 11 or 12 of us on an executive team um, that we've been meeting for over meeting for over a year, uh, you know, weekly. And then we've been holding events and doing our, our, all those kind of things. But when really, really kicked into gear is when I got hired on a show um, and then I got fired for not being willing to take the vaccine. So there was a, they didn't accept my religious exemption. And uh, we saw that kind of happen in real time. We, we, He's an actor. I'm an actor. <laughs> okay. Yes. An actor in, in Hollywood, yes. California. And um, so, yeah, I got, so it was October of 2021. Yeah. Uh, a new show, Bel Air. I was hired uh, on at the show. You know, production was reaching out to me, you know, like getting my sizes, wardrobe, this and that. I'd signed, you know, I had accepted their offer. I had submitted a religious yeah. exemption um, and production was reaching out, getting photos for me to put, you know, it, it was all in, in motion. And then when I was on the phone with a COVID lady to set up my COVID test, she asked me yeah. to bring my Vax card to the <laughs> COVID test the next day. And I said, oh, I don't have that. I have a religious exemption. And she's like, oh my gosh, that's, right. that goes to a different department. She's like, or you don't have your booster. Was, oh it was my, just like, she's oh, like, I can't, like, I can't talk to you anymore. Or was it, oh my gosh, religious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, it could have been that too. But I think, it, right. you know, they, they, they clamped down really hard on this vaccine thing. So she hung up, never heard back from her. Uh, later the next wow. day, then we're still waiting to hear about when I'm supposed to go to test. And my agent, I saw this, I get on the phone right away. Yeah. Uh, and we can kind of get into all these details, but yeah. um, if you want, but I got on the phone with SAG. I was talking to them. I was like, this is happening in real time right now. They're going to be firing me shortly because I refuse to take the shot. And yeah, you were trying to be proactive and, yeah. and get in touch sure. with the, the lawyers that are supposed to be representing the members of the union. That's right. Right. That's right. right. Cause <laughs> I, literally a month before that I had called, I saw this kind of, 
pattern uh, developing. They started putting notices in the auditions, share your vaccine status, which is illegal. It's unconstitutional. You can't ask me to share that information until you've hired me, you know, and then you can make accommodations. It was all set up in there. Um, the, the rules and stuff that SAG had put out, out for like protocols and stuff to right. c- keep them from discriminating. Anyways, um, and I, about a month before I called him, I said, so what happens if I do get hired? And then he's like, oh, well, we can't do uh, what if scenarios. When something happens, you call us and we'll take care of it. We'll help right. you. And, and <laughs> things happen so fast on on when they cast something and they go from casting wow. to shooting. It's it's all so fast. I'm like, well, how's, how are they going to be able to have time to... Anyway, so here we are. Then a month later, this really happened. And in real time, I'm talking to the lawyers and they're basically from from SAG. And they're like, well, there's not much we can do. They're not accepting any exemptions, medical or religious. And I was like, wait, what do you mean there's nothing you can do? How are you not standing up for our rights? So we found out in real time and we saw that going on. And then they said, basically the email they sent to my agent said, we, Tatum can't work on our show. He's not able to take the vac. So as soon as that happened. Because he refuses to take, like you re, you won't take the vaccination. Yeah, there's no way I'm taking that. And there was no due process. I mean, according right. to the SAG return to work agreements and all their protocols, they should be allotted due process to, to explain what your religious exemptions, you know, what your reasoning sure. is for. But um, there was no due process. It yes. was just like, oh, okay. And they'd already pretty much... It was um, it was more of like a protocol they were just kind of following to do. It wasn't. There, there really they were just wasn't. To yeah, cover themselves. So yeah, so yeah, because basically what happened was like on that Monday uh, when I got off the phone with that COVID lady and I never heard back from her. It was Tuesday late afternoon. They emailed and said, "Oh, he needs to fill out this religious exemption." Now, Greg, you know they've already gone on to the next person, and I was supposed to be in wardrobe yeah. on Wednesday and shooting on. Thursday. So yeah. there's no way right. they didn't already go on to somebody, but they were just trying to cover their butts. He said, he has to fill out this religious exemption. We already filled, I already, already sent him a, a full page yeah. explanation of my exemption. And that right. when I uh, took the offer. And then, so then, you know, Wednesday comes and I get an email saying, oh, he's not allowed to work on the show because he won't take the vaccine. Nothing to do with a religious exemption, whatever. Yeah. So anyways, right. when that happened, back to the original question here that you asked <laughs> how, how we got formed, we had already started meeting as a group because we were tired of just the woke content and the propaganda and everything that was being produced. We had started okay. to meet together to talk about like, let's kind of do our own projects. And this really kicked into gear Hollywood for freedom. We jumped on social media right after that, grabbed that name Hollywood for freedom. And we were already kind yeah. of following firefighters for freedom, roll call for freedom. All of our friends there. Nurses we, for freedom. There were so many different factions of people yes. that have been hindered by the, the vaccination right. requirement. But nobody was that we saw was really talking out in Hollywood. No. So that became us. And we started posting and talking and saying, hey, if this has happened to you, uh, you know, reach out, let us know. We want to know. And then people just kind of started coming out the woodwork saying, oh, my gosh, I thought I was the only one. I was afraid to say anything. Thank you for speaking up. And I think that the, the intention, too, for us in the beginning was kind of twofold. We were trying to find if there was anybody else in the industry that had experienced the same thing that Tatum had experienced and whether people were willing to either like file a class action or go after either the production companies or their unions for what they were doing, these unconstitutional mandates. And um, we found out that there were people out there, but a lot of people were still very scared because it was still very new. And so people were afraid of being blacklisted or, or not being able to work in the industry anymore. So we, we kind of were like, well, do we spend more time trying to fight the power and, you know, and, and, and go after the production companies and the unions, or do we start just doing our own thing and creating our own thing? Like where was our energy going to be more spent? That's kind of where we were at at that point. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so when you kind of determined, you know, which direction you were going to go, did did Hollywood for Freedom kind of branch out or did it morph into an organization kind of as you were hinting where people were kind of coming out from Iraq and looking around and noticing maybe some like-minded folks or potential right. allies? Mm-hmm. And now is, is it a group where you can band together and, and uh, try to find work or try to refer each other to work That's right. around Hollywood or in the industry or, or right. kind of what's it branched out into now? Yeah. So what when we first started just to speak out because we wanted to find other people that this has happened to, people started coming to us and then we started holding events. We started going to rallies, really speaking out at those. And then we started holding our own events and people just started really coming flooding to those and just like, Oh my gosh, there's a place where I can come and I can speak and I can talk. And about, there was know. actually like our first event that we had um, was at the pineapple Hill here in, um, in the Valley. And there was a guy who had shown up at the bar just to, you know, have some drinks with some friends. And the, he found out that we were in the back patio area having this hmm. event and that we were in the industry and he was an industry person and he came back outside and he was like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe there are other people like like me here that have the wow. same like idea ideologies. And he started he, like he cried. It was a grown man and he was so excited that he wasn't alone. And we found right. that so many times people yeah. that would DM us or you know they're just like thank you for speaking up. Like thank you, yeah. thank you, thank you. And so we were providing some area of of hope for people who who are kind of hidden in the industry at that time too. But. Yeah, because there's yeah. so many people that are just, and that comes back to being afraid to say something. Mm-hmm. And yes, I wasn't at that. I was like, I'm. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll tell you everything. I'll speak it. I'll say this is what happened to me, and I'll you know I'll I'll be the the face of this and say, hey, I you know use my name. I don't I'm not worried about being blacklisted because I already am because I'm not willing to take the shot, and everything is you have to have the shot, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use a fake card. I'm not gonna lie up you know some people have to do that to provide i get it but i'm not gonna go there and i'm not gonna take the shot so what does that mean that means i can't work in hollywood so i'm already blacklisted so i don't care i'm gonna speak up and talk and say this is wrong what you're doing to people you're taking away their lives their careers and 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 their their dreams because you aren't allowing them to make their own choices uh, of what they want to put in their body and it definitely i'm not going to put an experimental drug into my body that they don't even haven't even tested like you know what i mean so it's like sure so yeah. yeah so then we said well what do we need to do to, to to move forward let's let's do that let's move forward let's create our own projects create our own mm-hmm. um industry if you will of like-minded people that feel the same way so we started creating we created a database and people started signing up and we created this overall the the, the goal of hollywood for freedom was to be this umbrella to where we can bring all the different people that are on our production that need to make a movie or a film or a TV okay. show happen, right? Yeah. Wardrobe, craft service, lighting, grips, sound, actors, writers, producers, connect them with production companies, distributors, and investors that are like-minded and want to create the same right. thing. Because mm-hmm. again, we started yeah. our group uh, shortly before this happened to me to kind of get away from the woke content and the yeah. propaganda yeah. and all that stuff. So a lot of those people were the people that didn't take the shot and, and kind of had those same like minds. And now we've built a database of close to 400 industry professionals that have come over yeah. to our, our group and said, Hey, I want to be a part of this because I don't believe in what they're doing over there. And it's not to be confused. Like a lot of people think like, Oh, you have to be unvaccinated to be a part of Hollywood for freedom. No. That's not it at all. It's, it's the idea that we have a medical choice. It's yeah. a medical freedom. Right. And yes. you know, there are people in our group, 
that have been vaccinated, they got vaccinated because they were under a lot of uh, pressure, under a lot of duress to to get the vaccine to, you know, to make money for their family. And and we don't blame them. And so it's like, you can be vaccinated, you can be unvaccinated. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask, you know, (laughs) it's a little, you know, a little uh, bothersome that if you are wearing a mask still, but (laughs) it sounds like, it sounds like you guys are getting back to what we would consider the American tradition, which was, you know, I guess in its best form, it's kind of live and let live, right? The choice. Yeah. Um, freedom, freedom. You know, Hollywood for freedom. It's in the name, right? That's but right. that's how it used to be. I mean, yeah. it never became, we never had this golden idol or this golden calf that we worship that was in a syringe before. Mm-hmm. It's so strange how this became the totem. This became like a pagan totem yeah. that we all had to bow down to. You know, yeah. it's almost like some Moloch or Baphomet kind of um, idol. It's very creepy, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It became almost symbolic of the entire culture war. And it's so strange. I think you mentioned earlier, I fully agree. It's just, this, this doesn't need to be the thing. This didn't need to be the, uh, the hill to die on, you know, are you vaxxed? Are you not vaxxed? How did that become the focal point for the culture wars? Well, well think about it too. Like, I mean, even when the information started to coming out saying, you know, they started out saying, if you take this, you, you won't get COVID. Okay, great. Then like, you know, a month later, like, okay, you can still get COVID, but you won't be as bad. Right. But you won't transmit it to other people, you know, and then like a few right. months later, more information. Okay, we can get it, you transmit. But still, even now in what, December of 2022, they still have protocols in place until the end of January right now that it's up to producers' discretion, but they still have all these protocols in place for testing and masking and on set, you know, you have to be vaccinated. It's it's insane. Because it's it? matter whether you're vaccinated or not, you can still spread it. You can still get it. There's, why are we separating people still? Yes. And, th- and we talked about this just a little bit off air before we jumped on, Greg. Like, it's. I think they found a way to really attack the conservative side of Hollywood. And let's. How can we get these guys out? We're going to hold on to these mandates, hold on to these protocols, because a lot of these people don't think the way we do. Yeah, it's incredible, and it, it's also amazing that. People like uh, you guys and myself and many others have had to, I mean, we've kind of almost been forced to, and some of us have been glad to jump into the science or the skepticism and say, oh, you know, I I looked at this study and I'm following X and Y and what happens with the uh, lipid nanoparticles? How do those go out of the deltoid? How are they spread through the body? And all these things that we never thought we would be kind of researching. Isn't it strange that we had to jump onto that battlefield instead of just saying, no, thank you. This is medical privacy. Right. I choose right. to not have this treatment, this experimental gene therapy, but okay, call it a treatment. We can be neutral. No, thank you. So when did it become like people like us or many others had to become experts and we had to like do a, like almost a legal courtroom style defense of our personal medical choice. That's right. It's incredible. Right. Which, right. which they shouldn't even be able to ask us about anyways. Like that's private information yes. that we shouldn't be. Totally. And, but again, I think they just, they saw the, the fear that people were uh, willing to succumb to, right? And they just said, let, they, and they pushed it and they said, let's just put the fear on people. This is dangerous. If they're not vaxxed, they're the evil. They, you know, they're going to get you sick. They're going to kill you. They're going to kill your grandma, you know, right. whatever. Like, you know what I mean? They, they, they pushed it. They put, and they leaned into that. They and used fear, fear and the a, paranoia and the, the mass formation yeah. psychosis to, to divide right. us. Yes, um, that's right. And as part of our cultural revolution of 2020, and I firmly believe that there was a huge advance in the cultural revolution in uh, 
summer of 2020 and, and coming out of, of COVID. But yeah. uh, let me ask you, so you certainly you've probably got a lot of colleagues, a lot of friends who are you know conservative or maybe independent minded, I, I assume, uh, they're in Hollywood, in and around Hollywood. Have a lot of them in the past three, four, five years, have they kind of uprooted and taken their operations to other places? I know famously Jeremy Boring and the Daily Wire, yeah. um, they had, you know, now they're getting into entertainment, which I think is cool. Uh, the more the merrier, right. but they're obviously in Nashville. Um, I've heard as a non-industry person that a lot of filming now is taking place in places like Georgia, maybe even Louisiana. Um, have you lost a lot of colleagues to, to other states, maybe freer states, or, or is there a hardened kind of remnant that remains in and around Los Angeles? Um, yeah, I mean, the- there's a remnant. Obviously, that's a remnant. I mean, we're part of that remnant. Yes. Right? Because, I mean, we've thought about a, a lot of times, are we moving? Where are we going? But, you know, God hasn't moved us anywhere yet. I mean, we're still yeah. here. It's definitely been a prayer point of yeah. ours to, okay. you know, to be where the Lord is leading us. Yeah. Um, but there are, there are, you know, a lot of our friends that have felt the need to move and have yeah. moved to either Tennessee or you know, different area of Florida to, okay. to do something in the industry that isn't here in Hollywood. And Georgia has been a, a, a big, you know, over the past 10 years, it's grown massively yeah. in, in what they're producing and doing. And of course, you know, in Florida's got, uh, you know, quite it's a bit freedom. going on too. And yeah. the whole freedom thing as well for Florida. But um, so, yeah, we have, we have, we have friends that have done both, right? Okay. Friends that have stuck it out and are still here. Obviously, that our core group that yes. uh, is Hollywood for Freedom, and then, but we do know a lot of people that have moved and, and are pursuing it other places, and just uh, some people just are doing other things, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've just transitioned their entire career move. They they they're no longer in the industry. They you know, friends that have become real estate agents, or you know, they learned a different craft wow. during the 2020, 2021 era of their lives, and have decided to just to leave it all together. And that's really unfortunate that people have had to set aside their dreams and what they want to do because they're being forced to take the vaccine. It's not even a vaccine to, to take a, a, a treatment therapy. That's yeah. not even a it's treatment. gene therapy, what- right? With messenger yeah. RNA. Yeah. Right, right. This is getting taken down from YouTube. I can tell on my new YouTube channel. <laughs> I'm not even going to upload it to YouTube. We'll just go right to Rumble and um, people start sure. start subscribing at Rumble. Uh, but, <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, it's incredible. Like I'd only had a few videos on YouTube and I did one with Pete Quinones and I'm not even sure what we said, but I'm like, it got taken down. And I was like, oh, thank you, YouTube, for noticing my brand new channel. You know, it's not like yeah. I had a million subscribers and it's like, wow. you have a few subscribers, you're trying to get it off the ground. They still have AI, I guess, to find you and, and knock you off. Um, that's, yeah, that's, that's so. It's that's crazy because, like, you know, I run, uh, I run the um, the Instagram page for us. Okay. And I mean, I like I randomly got a, a notice. I hadn't gotten a notice at all for you know the past year and a half, almost the past year. And it was like you're going to be restricted from certain things for 90 days because of your posts. And I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I must be doing something right. We must be, you know, telling the truth somewhere. And it's you know we've got almost six thousand followers. Yeah. And to get like, you know, a hundred views on something or, you know, we used, I mean, when we first started, we were getting like eight to 10,000 views on some of our videos and to see how the big tech companies are just limiting free speech. How are they are just, you know, taking down things like you don't hear this happening to Democrat run 
you know, or liberal run, you know, organizations, they're not complaining like, oh, you know, they're a bunch of, you know, they're shadow banning us. That's not happening on that side. So you would think that people would, would see more clearly that, that we're telling the truth. We're, we're seeking people out to, to know what is really, you know, in the world, what we're doing out there. And it's unfortunate that we have to kind of maneuver these different avenues, but that's what we're trying to do with the new Hollywood is to create a new avenue for people to, to watch content that isn't woke, that isn't filled with the propaganda, you know, where you're, you know, watching something with your, you know, you have a seven-year-old, I have a seven, we have a seven-year-old and, you know, we watch, we're watching the show. And then all of a sudden it's got like this, this message of transgenderism. And you're like, Oh, you know, (laughs) trying to cover their eyes. And it's like the, 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 the agenda is not just the vaccination. Yes. It's far deeper than It's that. far deeper, isn't it? It's it's absolutely incredible. And so, you know, we like a lot of people and we didn't do it because of other people. We did it for our personal reasons. We got rid of Disney Plus. We're trying to filter out things in our kids' lives here and there. Uh, we, I don't think we've perfected it yet, but we're trying to really more closely monitor what's what's coming into their into their little brains and into their, you know, in front of their eyes, right? And right. I suspect that people like like you guys, like myself, like many others, what we want is not necessarily some right wing political kids programming or whatever. Right. You know, my my kids, if they <laughs> want to learn about the insidious poison of the Federal Reserve and how they d- destroy the economy and all, that's great. You know, but at the end of the day, how about just some charming, beautiful, wonderful children's programming? You know, um, yeah. whether that's like an old time Disney movie or whatever, we don't need. Left-wing kids programming, and we I'm not even arguing for right-wing kids programming. How about just charming, fun shows that a kid can watch while a parent takes a break or while I do the dishes or get some work done for an hour, you know? Right. Traditional values, you know, wholesome. Like that's what, yeah, that's what we would like to see that too, you know? Yeah, it's it's really amazing. It can be be, um, in-depth so that you could have a, a, you know, a logical conversation and, and talk with your kids about issues that are real, you know, things that they face in this world, especially teenagers. Um, you know, Tatum and I were, were the youth directors also at our church. And, um, and it's interesting to see our youth, you know, that's impacted by so much of what they see on, you know, on the screen. And, and it's, it would be good to have things that it's not to make it, you know, candy coat stuff. Yeah. That's not what we're trying to do. It's like, let them see, let them develop an opinion. Absolutely. Because you, we want free thinkers, but we don't want it to just be like rammed down their throat. And we don't want it to be, like you said, either far right or far left. And we don't want it to, to be that way. Yeah. But um, to, to initiate thought is, is always a good thing, you know? And then when they just throw things in out of left field, just to throw it in, like, it's just like you're watching something that like has no bearing and no connection whatsoever. It's just like, really? Like that's, you're going to throw that character in there. Like, is that really like, really, isn't it? It's so transparent. It just, it cheapens the craft. It cheapens the storytelling or the art in my opinion. You know, sometimes it's just, it falls with a thud and you see the naked propaganda that, that they're throwing into these kids shows. And you're like, Mm -hmm. what a disaster. I mean, you just ruined your own storyline. You ruined all the beautiful art, Disney or whatever company. Why did you do that? I mean, it's, it's really, it's clunky how they do it. Yeah, and then they—I mean—and they've gotten so so bold in doing it lately, right? They just well, they just fired the guy, and then they get, they brought the old guy back at Disney, Disney right? Yeah. And he's just going to go back yeah. to like, well, let's just do it more like you, you got to be subtle, guys. You got to be subtle. 
Yeah. You just yeah, want to go back right. to the subtle way of doing right. it, right? Like, I mean, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. When they, they brought him back, I saw those recent interviews and it's like, you know, he's not exactly like Mr. Conservative. Yeah. He's just kind of, yeah, he's like, let's just sneak this in so we keep the investors happy right. and, and shareholders. But they're not doing oh boy, I don't want to do a problem. It was working this way, guys. He's like, it was working this way. Why did you have to, you know? Yeah. Right. You just went and riled up all those uh, all those consumers of our content. Yeah. Uh, please don't do So let me ask you, um, if I may, yeah. about living around the LA area um, in general, kind of zooming out from the industry discussion as well. Have you noticed living in the, in the LA area? I mean, has it gotten a lot worse in the past two, three, four years or, or even since COVID or the summer of George in 2020? I mean, obviously people are always talking about the homelessness, the increasing crime. Every time I'm in and around uh, the Valley or downtown LA or driving through there, um, I'm just, I'm seeing the blue tarps. I'm seeing the homeless yeah. encampments that have that have gotten worse and worse. I mean, Skid Row is always Skid Row, right? Right. But right. now I'm seeing it on the sides of every freeway. You know, it can be driving through the San Fernando Valley. It can be going through Orange County on the the five or around the ninety one. In your opinion, has it gotten worse? And what what can be done for LA for for normal people <laughs> who don't want crime, drugs, and homelessness in their face in a in a regular suburban neighborhood? Um, even in, in the LA area. Right. I mean, yes, Kid Row's got a lot of satellite campuses now. Right? Yes. Like, yeah. Like, you know, churches have these, sat- they're all over the place now. These like little <laughs> camp, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, churches have satellite campuses, right? They were trying to reach, well, they're doing that with the homeless populations now. So yeah, that's a, it's a problem. Um, you see a lot more of that. Um, crime. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't, I try not to go out, you know, you know, out after midnight where like, you know, <laughs> I try to stay safe, right? Like you try to Well, not... we live in Burbank. So Burbank is a little, safe, we're a little yeah. sheltered here, <laughs> but. we got a nice police force, you know, and it's, right. they do, they do a great job. And, you know, I mean, God bless cops that are still, still cops, you know, cause it's right. like they have, they had such a raw deal with all the rioting and they got blamed and they were really having to just stand. We have, we know really good people that lost their jobs, you know, on that side of the thing and fighting the same fight we are. And I mean, I will always respect cops. Look, there's going to be, there's going to be bad seeds in in anything. Right. But majority of cops are are just want to do the right thing. They want to help. They want to, they want to protect and serve. That's what they do. And, and I I respect them uh, so much. I, and I've been on ride alongs. I've seen what they go through. Mm -hmm. I've done nightly ride alongs with it. And it, it is a crazy Christ rejecting sinful world out there that they are dealing with on a regular nightly basis. And it, until you've done a ride along and, and can really see from their perspective, don't talk to me about cops are bad and cops don't know what that, you know, you know, we, we can't trust them. No, Deep on the police. Stop, stop all that. <laughs> yeah. Just, I, no. I, so, you know, but back to, I, sure. go ahead. I, I, I kind of got off your. Oh question. no, well, it's okay. I mean, let the conversation go, go where it will yeah. certainly. But um, even with police, it's like, I understand they're in they're in a really difficult spot, right? And I think the challenge is how would you or you guys or myself, if we were if we were cops, how would we conduct ourselves according to the Constitution, um, mm-hmm. as a peace officer, as someone who's there, not as an authority figure, but someone who's there to keep the peace in the neighborhood? And I think it, it must be a tough balance because there is a, a lot of craziness going around out there, right? And they're put into impossible situations. Um, and I get yeah. that. And I know, well, you know, friends on the libertarian side, you know, kind of go, 
you know, to the extreme. And I, I understand the sentiments, you know, of, well, we got to reject authoritarianism. And I totally get that. And then there are people on the other side that I think get way off base. But I guess partly it's just such a complex issue too, in the wake of, of 2020, when it became some police officers who were the ones enforcing the mandates and enforcing authoritarianism, even if they themselves didn't agree, it's like, oh man, guys, this is a really tough position, but it's, you've got to stand up and say no. So I guess to some extent, I, it's like, I'm in this gray area, um, with, with understanding the, the tough spot that, that cops and communities are in. Well, just think about it. If you took all the cops away, just didn't didn't have cops and what we'd be like Mad Max. It'd be like beyond Thunderdome. Like seriously, like criminals could do whatever they wanted, however much they want. It would be chaos, complete chaos without Mm -hmm. a a police force to help enforce the laws. There's definitely an increase in crime. I mean, especially in the Valley and in, and in you yeah. know, Beverly Hills, you know, you have the smashing grabs that have been going on. Right. You know, you do. And I do. I mean, even though we live in Burbank, it's very like, you know, we have our own police force. You know, we I, I have definitely seen more homelessness here in Burbank. And like, like you said, okay. you drive through the Valley and you see more homeless encampments. And it's really unfortunate that we don't have um, people in 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 office in our government that are willing to make the changes. I don't necessarily, I mean, I'm not in government, so I don't know the, the changes that would need to be made, but yeah. the fact that there, there are people that, and we still don't, we, about, we don't get to the polls. We don't vote for the people that, you know, would yeah. make the changes. That's what's really frustrating is that, you know, people see the elections and they're like, well, what's the point? Why should I go out and vote? It doesn't matter. It's, it's rigged. Well, if, you know, so many people have that attitude, then of course you're not going to like, you know, you're not going to get people involved in, in the process of yes. what we have a right to do to vote. Like that is such an important right. One of our members actually, um, Siaka Massaqua, he ran yeah. for office. Yeah. He's, yeah. you know, he's been a big, he's been out there speaking up for like just before sure. we were, um, and he's a part of our executive team. And, you know, he was an actor. I mean, he still is an actor, uh, but I mean, they kind of like blackballed him because he's a conservative and he's African-American. So um, yeah. he, he, he put his money where his mouth is and he ran for political office. And now, yes. I mean, he didn't get elected, which is unfortunate, but now he's the, I want to be, uh, he's the vice president of the LA County GOP now. I believe that's Correct. I don't know if that's hundred percent. Okay. He just got a. I think he's. Yeah, I think so. It's, he's right. he's yeah. the uh, vice president of the LA County um, GOP. So okay. he just didn't like. He didn't say, "Okay, I didn't get elected to office. I'm done. I'm throwing in the towel." Like he's still trying to do what he can for the people that he repre- he's always representing. You know that conservatives, awesome. those people who you know who really have his back and stuff like that. So it's encouraging that there are so many this past election cycle men and women that were just average citizens. You've got cops, sheriffs, teachers, people that were were standing up for medical freedom. They were like, we got to go in and we got to fight this battle. So they went in and they fought. Unfortunately, not enough people went to the pools and and voted. Here's some changes they could make. Here's some changes. Stop making cops get vaccinated to do their job. Stop firing cops. For taking a, a experiment, not wanting to take an experimental drug, like right. stop making the cops do 
uh, enforce these ridiculous mandates. You know what I mean? Like there's some changes that I would make if we were. And hat tip to, uh, to our friend, Michael McMahon. Absolutely. Um, yeah. He's yeah. been a real leader with, with, uh, I know his organization and then with his campaign, right. um, for I think assembly district 41. Yeah. yeah. Some yeah. people have been really fearless on this and my hats off to them. There's some, there's some great law enforcement officers who are yeah. trying to do the right thing. But I think even so they are starting to pull back. You see across the United States, there are a lot of lawsuits that are being won. There are, there are organizations in, in that are starting to pull back on the, oh, the vaccine doesn't work. Okay, well, maybe we shouldn't make it a requirement anymore. We shouldn't. Yeah, so yeah. so you, we see that. So those are definitely wins, what we've known from the beginning, you know, um, but they're definitely wins for our team. What's unfortunate is that in the film and television industry, they don't care. They can see yeah. that the vaccines aren't working. They see that that this, oh, we don't have, you don't have to be, oh, you don't have to be vaccinated for this. Oh, you don't have to be vaccinated. Oh, we're done with the testing over here and here and here. I mean, the president of the United States, not that he's really like a valid, you know, resource. He's like, oh, the pandemic's over. So, but Hollywood, for some reason, is just dug in their heels and they refuse to like see what the rest of us see. That's incredible. Do you think they're ever going to go back, like, and kind of let let the the mandates expire in in Hollywood, and um, or that the unions would ever forcefully step up? I know SAG, what that's the Screen Actors Guild. Yeah, are, are things going to change? Do you think eventually, when this whole thing really fades away? Somebody just talked. I just had this conversation. They asked me the exact same question. You know, they're trying to get into acting, and they want, and they're like, "Well, when's this going to?" I was like, "Hey, buddy, I honestly, I don't know." I mean, they love their power. They love the fact that they're weeding out conservative, you know, freedom thinking people, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. not willing to bow down to them. They love that they they have that ability to do that. I, so I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I yeah. can't imagine. I don't know. It's, it's really hard to answer that question. Sure. Yeah. And I don't want to put you on the no, spot, but I it's almost think, like this. Yeah. It's a rhetorical question. Yeah. Like, how long can they keep up the insanity? Well, right? I thought, you know, I thought it was going to end back in July. And then I thought it was going to end in August. And then I thought. Okay, but December. No, it's through January. Yeah. Well, but, the pandemic's not over here in California until oh February first or something. Like, See, isn't I, that what Gavin Newsom? Oh, that's said? right. They're just yeah. holding. They're just, <laughs> and I, I feel like they're just holding on until they can create that next plague pandemic yeah, thing, right. and then okay, boom. Yeah, we got to keep going. What we're doing? They're talking about Absolutely. bringing the mask back, right? They're yeah. talking about bringing yeah. this mask. Back. What are you talking about? Like, well, where are the masks? Yeah, in LA. Where, is that LA City or LA County LA where they're County, talking about? Like, there's a rise in you know. <laughs> In COVID, oh, but uh, is there? Well, yeah, newsflash is <laughs> supposedly mask wearing. Give, give me a break. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. It's like they play games with these numbers. You never know if it's like flu that they're touting, or is it supposed to be RSV or right. uh, monkeypox? Like, who's the next big star that they're kind of grooming <laughs> and bringing up to shut us all down with? I'm always on the lookout now. Right. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a total nightmare. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's all happening in in LA, and I guess LA just can't can't get out of its own way. They couldn't it couldn't even elect uh, what's his name Caruso, kind of a real moderate. I don't think he was going to be the cavalry to save the day, but it's incredible in a city as corrupt as LA. You know, with they have racist um, and racialist factions on the city council. They've got corruption. They've got you know they serve their big Democrat machines. Um, and then the city's crumbling. You drive through it and it's a shame. It's a beautiful city, naturally great weather, but it's just crumbling trash, crime, the things we talked about. I don't know what's going to change. I mean, I don't know how bad it has to get in a city like LA or San Francisco before things do change. What do you think about the, the potential or the future for <laughs> uh, city government in LA, maybe having a chance 
a possibility at fixing any of these problems? Or is that not even what city government there is about? Maybe it's just a make work program for lonely and desperate politicians on the Democrat side of the aisle. They're trying to to imitate uh, San Francisco, I think. (laughs) Oh, don't say that. (laughs) Yeah, things have gotten pretty, uh, pretty horrifying in up in San Francisco. And I haven't even been there physically in a few years. But um, that is not the model that I think we want to be emulating. That's right. No, I mean, like, I think I mentioned earlier that that, um, you know, is is trying to get people that are like-minded to, to get more involved in government. I mean, we had several people that we knew that were running for board of supervisors. Um, and we thought they had a really good chance of, of going in and, and making the change. And then, you know, you've got the same people voting or are they really voting? You know, you hear the machines and, but it's like, if we had enough people go out and vote, then maybe we could like, you got to overwhelm, over, overwhelm, overwhelm the system, it, yeah. you know, yes. um, it is, it's very frustrating. And I think even in those frustrations, sometimes, you know, I've, we've talked, I've talked to Tatum and I'm like, is this really worth it? You know, like, <laughs> why yeah. are we doing this? You know, is it, is it productive? Are we really making a dent in anything? And, um, and I, I, I can imagine that it's got to be frustrating for people who actually, I mean, look, I mean, we live in LA County. Yeah. Um, but we don't live in the city of Los Angeles. So, you know, we are kind of under that, you know, umbrella. So it is frustrating for us as well. But I don't really know that that people are going to become unblinded from the darkness that they're living in. And, and if they, they just like what they like and this is what they're going to do. I mean, you know, Jesus, come home to us and bring us back to you any day yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's looking like it's about time, right? Right. <laughs> I thought it was yesterday. And day, and yesterday, I thought it should have yeah. been the day before that. You know what I mean? Like it, for sure. But I, I just think, and it's a, it's that blinded thing. Like they're they're just blinded and they're just conditioned, right? I mean, you yeah. just you see people walking around in these masks. Like, do you have why? What are you doing? Yeah. You want to be unhealthy? You want to breathe your own air all day long? Like I don't in their car. Like <laughs> in their car. Or even how about this? Outside, I you seem homeless people and it's like I, I don't want to make fun. You know, you want to resist that urge to be derisive about someone outside in a mask, right. but still I think like are you nuts? You look like you should be in an insane asylum walking around outside, you know, it's 60 degrees, you have a mask on. Like what is oh, going on? Yeah, it's terrible. Like and then the kids that the, the Poor kids that the parents are making them wear, like just teaching them wear your mask, you know. That's right. Horrible. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's why we originally pulled our daughter out. Like she was in 2020, she was in kindergarten, and they were in a. It was virtual school. Like that okay. was her first yeah. year of kindergarten was. And then online. We, and then we were following. <laughs> my, my daughter as well. My daughter oh, as well, Jennifer. Yes. Yeah. So we yeah. so we saw when she was going to go into first grade, we were kind of, are they going to lift the mask mandate? What do they do? And they said, you know, eventually we saw it coming down, like they're going to, they're going to make them wear masks six hours a day. They're going to literally abuse our children and we're not going to let our child get abused and make them make her wear a mask six hours a day. So, or the thought of them having to be vaccinated. It's just not going to happen. We're not doing that. So my wife, God bless her. She, you know, agreed to to homeschool our child and she's really good at it. um, Good for you. That's like the most important job, of course. That's what um, I told and, her. And you don't need me to tell you that. <laughs> I told her that. I've told her that several oh, it's, times. It's that's super important. Not everybody has the the ability to homeschool. To, right. I mean, we've been blessed. Um, you know, uh, Skylar's grandparents have, have, have paid her tuition for me to be able to, to do the um, 
the homeschool that we're doing online, but not everybody has the opportunity to go to a private school or to be homeschooled because you know maybe you're a single mom and yes. you, you just don't have the the faculties to to stay at home and homeschool your child. So you have to take them to to a public school to to get an education. And and it's really unfortunate that the government that we live in that has a constitution is a is is prohibiting people from living their lives, you know, a pr- yeah. to pursue life, liberty, and happiness. Like that, that's the core of who we are as, as America. And we have been limited because of a virus that is 99.9% recoverable. Yeah, that's right. And we, and we saw that data. We saw that information really within the first month or so. Exactly. Remember when they, they were saying, oh, it's like a three to 4% death rate. And we were like, no, it isn't. You have the wrong denominator. Yeah. Once they start yeah. testing more, a lot of people don't even get tested. Right? I remember that from March and April of 2020. Yeah. Um, in regards to education, yeah, I've always, I've never been a big supporter of government schooling at all. Um, I've kind of been radical on that. Um, I totally believe in a separation of education and state. Mm-hmm. However, when I when I kind of moderate myself, it's because there are some families that can't afford private school, or there are single parents who, based on their situation, yeah. cannot be home to to homeschool their children. So I understand different families have have different places where they're coming from. It's just, mm-hmm. it's a shame. You feel bad for those kids when they ha- do have to go in there and get indoctrinated in public schools and they're forced to wear a, max, a mask mm-hmm. and they're still after them with the injections, right? I mean, this yeah. is something we as Californians have to watch going into 2023. Yeah. They're going to try to put through these mandates through the California Department of Public Health. Yeah. They weren't able to get to us, you know, Scott Weiner and the vaccine work group. Mm-hmm. We as collective parents right. and freedom activists, we defeated them, right. but they're not done. They're coming right. back at us of either course. with legislation or a mandate. Right. So we've got to stay activated and got to stay alert. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Let me, uh, before we go here, because um, I don't want to take too much of your time, but I wanted to commend, I certainly saw Tatum in this video. It was a live action video, yeah. <laughs> which was really cool. I know that's been making the rounds on social media, probably shared thousands of times, tens yeah. of thousands of times. Yeah. That was really cool. Um, how did that, how did that opportunity come about? So, uh, well, it, it <laughs> short answer is it came through Hollywood for freedom. Like we, cool. Somebody Very knew cool. of us and t- through Hollywood for freedom and was following us and, and said, Hey, talk to the director and said, Hey, the, there might be some people over there that, that would be right for that, for that, what you're doing. So they kind of kept, we connected and yeah, and I got hired as an actor, which was great. I mean, it was a, you know, like-minded set, like no protocols, no masks, no, none of that nonsense. You know, it was just, it was, it was great. It was, you know, I hadn't been on a set in a, quite a while, you know, because yeah. you know, all this nonsense. So, <clears throat> but those are the kind of projects that I want to be involved in. Right. Those are the kind of projects we want to do. Sure. You know? And then, and not just the kind uh, and the content, right. That it was it's live action. What a, an incredible organization. They, yeah. They've been yes. doing all kinds of different videos, man on the streets type stuff. They're, and they're, they've branched into satirical comedy. Now they're trying to reach another audience. Right. And that, yeah, it, it, that's good. That's good yeah. for them, you know? And, and, because you are going to reach a younger generation, I think, with that right. type of video, and the, you know they're going to watch it and they're laughing and be like, "Wait a minute, maybe get them thinking a little yeah. bit." And no, it was so, spot on too. My compliments to the writers, to the actors, right. and everyone who put it together. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, anyway, so 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 yeah, so I got hired. Kind of, I, I was found through Hollywood for Freedom, but that's our goal, right? Is to have people look into us to fill out their casts and fill out their production teams through people that are on our database. 
yeah. I'm part of Hollywood for freedom. So that's kind of how that worked. And, <clears throat> and like I said, it's not just the content, it's, it's how the, that content is being shot and produced, right? It's, it's not being done under mandates. It's not being done sure. restrictive, like whatever your medical choice is. You know, you, you know, I'm sure there were people there on that set that had taken the back, but it, it didn't matter because no one asked. Right. Right. That's not what it's about. Let's just go shoot right. video. <laughs> yes, exactly. It never used to be like a card or a badge that we had to wear on our, on our lapel. Well, you see a lot of it's, and it's not like live action. This is something that they're starting to do, but you know, you've got the Babylon B, you've got Prager U, you've got Daily Wire. Um, a lot of different, you know, freedom activists are choosing to use satire and, and social media even more so. Like our friend Siaka, he's been on a lot of the Babylon B. Um, yes, he has. Satirical pieces of the Texans, the, the Californians. I love that. Texas. Great, great, great stuff that they're doing out there. But it, it's like we're we're getting our name out there and bringing the productions to life. Like that's what we really we really want people to work. We want people to get paid and and not just like oh let's just do it because you're my friend and would you be willing to do this for a hundred dollars a day? Like to actually yeah. pay people their value and what you would get paid on a normal job here in LA. Like we don't want to underpay people. We know that people are valued for the craft that they're doing. And sure. the more we get our name out there, the more people are willing to, I mean, we've got a lot of talent in our database yeah. and, and there are, there's such a resource of people that we want people to get employed for projects to get greenlit so that we have distribution outlets so that we have investors that are willing to see all these great pieces that, you know, have been written, you know, whether it's a screenplay, whether it's a sitcom, we, we are a, a group of people that are starving for content, the conservative people that are just want to see freedom loving, just normal, like we were talking about, you know, stuff that we can watch and just enjoy and have a great conversation about, yeah. There's a starving generation that wants to see things that aren't filled with woke propaganda. And that's what yes. our goal is to bring people together and say, hey, how can we make this happen? And we, you know, we have been in talks with the Daily Wire. I mean, he's been in contact with um, with Dallas Sonier and 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 some of the people there. So we're we're doing what we can out here to kind of bridge the gap with people that are are making content. And we I mean we have a a, a- like you said, almost 400 people in our database, but even in our executive team, we got a ton of talent. I mean, Bo and Alistair and Siaka, they've been doing, you know, these type of comedy videos for right. the last couple of years on what the fact that, you know, that's, another, oh, yeah. you can go check out their stuff. You know, they're what the on fact. Rumble, what the fact.tv. <clears throat> they've been doing stuff for two years now, these mm -hmm. skits and, and, and using right. that, that type oh, it's of really good too. Yeah. And they're on Instagram, I think. Yeah. They're on Instagram. They're on Rumble, well. I believe. Yep. So cool. yeah, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of talent, a lot of stuff that we can do, uh, we just need we need to just expand, right? So we can right. get everybody yes. back to work and everyone working under a freedom banner, not under a mandate banner. You have to do this or that. So. And part of the expansion was we we just recently we had our um, our Christmas fundraiser for Hollywood for Freedom. I mean, every event that we've done in the past year has been free, um, with the exception of a uh, we did a country concert. <laughs> we teamed up with another organization uh, for that. But I mean, we've never really asked anybody for any type of donation. And so it was really important that we solidify ourselves as a viable organization because a lot of the stuff has just been run out of our, our own our own funds and stuff. And so when sure. we, we, we had to set a goal of re reaching $2,500 so that we can 
become a nonprofit so we can get everything established so that when we can we can branch out and we actually raise almost over just over $3,000 and so that was like okay great this community does believe in us and we can go out there and and expand so that more people know about us and so i mean we have people across the united states we actually have one person cool. in britain wow. <laughs> um, wow. who's in our database but to mm-hmm. expand our organization so that more people can can bring in whether it's funding or in, investing in in into the content to, content or to become a distributor, however that works out. We just want people to work. We want people to develop their craft, to do what they were born and created to do. You know, they're so we're providing yeah. hope for them. You know, that's just that's really what we want to do. Awesome, and I'm I'm totally rooting for you guys because even though this state has massive problems, um, part of this eventually, I'm hoping that our movement can can truly grow to uh, to making this state free again and. Yeah. Um, so I'm rooting for Californians like yeah. like you guys and your Thank organization. You. I want to see Hollywood thrive. I don't want California or LA or any of the state to crumble. Yeah. Um, but we need we need change, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so for your organization, if people, I think they should go check it out. Make sure you're following on social media. Um, let's give the plugs for Hollywood for Freedom and for your your personal social media as well. Whatever you'd like to plug. Yeah. So it's hollywoodforfreedom.com. That's the website if you want to join our- The number four. Yeah, Hollywood, the number four, freedom.com. You can go to the website and join our database there or join our mailing list uh, to get the newsletter. Um, On Instagram, we're at Hollywood for Freedom, and you usually have to type it all the way in. Yes. Yes. (laughs) In order to find us. Fun. Yay, shadow banning, right? Yes, yes. We have a a Facebook page, and we are on Telegram, but- I just, I can't, it's really hard for me to manage a lot of it. Um, yeah. So, mm. yeah. uh, you know, we have a rumble page, but we haven't used it. You know, a lot of this is is trying to to develop, and 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 hopefully in the next year we're able to manage it a little bit more effectively. Uh, but that, those are our Hollywood for Freedom. If you go and fill out the contact form, that will help you be added to the database. If you are in the industry and you're looking for some, you know, like-minded individuals to join and be, become a part of, please go to our website. And um, and fill out the contact form. His is a uh, Tatum Shank actor. If you want to follow this oh, guy on Instagram, yeah. on Instagram, um, and then I am Jennifer Shank official. If you want to, awesome me. I, on I Instagram. I really get a chance to post though. Because it's really official. It's official because you're because you're just you're basically Hollywood for freedom on Instagram. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. let's be yeah. real. It's the, the, the brain's the operation right here, Greg. She's awesome. She's the cog that uh, keeps this train rolling for sure. No, that that's great. So yeah, we're we're all on Instagram and other places too. So yeah. everyone in the audience, make sure to to join all of our handles. Um, of course, Jennifer Tatum, Hollywood for Freedom, at California Liberty Project on Instagram. We're still growing over there. So um, I want to thank you both for your time and yep. and coming on and talking about everything that you've done. Great conversation, and yes. um, hope to talk with you again, or hopefully. I'll go to one of your events um, sooner yeah. or later at the Pineapple Hill. Let's stay but in Merry touch. Christmas to you both. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. God bless you. Thank you. God bless. <laughs> this has been the California Liberty Project Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, share it with others, and follow us on Instagram and Twitter.